Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. Please stand by. Our service will begin shortly. Well, good evening, everybody. Good to see you all here. Welcome to uh, another Wednesday night during this Lent season. I always forget that, though. It's like I don't learn the first time. announce that we are a bit short on bulletins tonight. Um, raise your hand if you do not have a bulletin, like if, if you if, like in your group at all. So there's a couple. Does anybody uh, mind um, sharing with somebody else so that we've got a family in, in the back that needs a bulletin, and I think uh, Jennifer and Drew need one. Um, the McBlairs need one in the back. If somebody wouldn't mind to share, awesome. Thank you. Looks like we got one, maybe. Okay. All right, does everybody now have uh, access to a bulletin? Does anybody not have access to a bulletin? Okay, good. All right. Uh, um, there, actually, there is one here. Okay, there's one, there's one there. Just one announcement before we begin with worship this evening. Um, we have not had the, I don't think anyway, maybe, maybe we have, um, but... Uh, uh, Erwin Kruger passed away yesterday afternoon. Um, his visitation and funeral is Friday. The visitation is at 10 o'clock here um, over in our chapel. And the funeral service is at 11 o'clock with the graveside to follow. So please keep uh, Erwin's family, Judy and um, Kurt, and their families in your prayers uh, uh, as they certainly miss him. Uh, but are glad that he is with the other saints uh, who have gone before us and he is in, is in heaven. So uh, let's begin our worship tonight with a word of prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us to this place at this time. Not by accident or by chance, but Lord, your gospel has called us here. Lord, we pray now that as we worship you, that as we are served by you through your word, uh, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship here. Bless us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We open with our first hymn, O Christ, You Walked the Road. That's number 424. O Christ, You Walked the Road, number Stand. We begin with the opening sentences. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For, For I am, I am so a sojourner with you, a guest like all my fathers. Thus declares the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts. And I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that me, he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And the ransom of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion the singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Glory, Glory be, be to the Father, Father and to the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am a sojourner with you, a guest like all my fathers. We are on a journey from a deserved exile to a gracious promised land. 
Although we merit nothing, because our Heavenly Father promises forgiveness and mercy to all who come, who call upon Him for Jesus' sake, let us go to Him, confessing our sin. Heavenly Father, we are fallen creatures, prone to hiding our, our faults from one another, yet knowing our sins are laid bare before you. Forgive us and clothe us with Christ's own righteousness. We have erred and strayed from your way. Forgive us and turn our feet toward the paradise you promise. We have attempted to placate your just demands by our own efforts. Forgive us for the sake of your Son's sacrifice in our stead. We have often failed to reflect the new life you granted us in our baptism. Forgive us and drown the old Adam within us. We have eaten forbidden fruit in our disobedient thinking, speaking, and acting. Forgive us and grant us the new life, one on the tree of the cross. We have failed to trust your care and protection as we journey through this wilderness. Forgive, Forgive us and accompany us on our pilgrim way. Our gracious God, even when we were dead in our trespasses, you made us alive together with Christ. You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. May he who began this good work in you bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let Mount Zion be glad, let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgment. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within her citadels, God has made himself known as a fortress. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts. In the city of our God, which God will establish forever. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. As your name, O God, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion, go around her, number her towers. Consider well her ramparts, go through her citadels. That you may tell the next generation that this is God. Our God forever and ever, he will guide us forever. Let Mount Zion be glad, let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Please be seated. first reading for this evening is taken from Genesis chapter 22. You will notice that like last week, this is a responsive reading. God provides the sacrificial lamb in place of Isaac. It is a type of Christ, the lamb of God, sacrificed in our stead. We read the words of Abraham, for his faith and ours are both the gift of God. A reading from the 22nd chapter of Genesis. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, 
Here I am. Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering, on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose, and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from, from afar. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, my father. And he said, He said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went both of them together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything <coughs> to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. Behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day. On the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel for this evening is from St. John chapter 3. Let us read that together. For God, For God so, loved, so the world, loved the world that he gave, that he gave his, his only Son, that whoever, that whoever believes, believes in him should not perish, should not perish but, but have eternal life. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. We sing our next hymn, The Lamb, number 547.
Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In my own humble opinion, mountains are some of the most incredible things that God has ever created. If you've ever stood next to a mountain, whether that was at the bottom or on top, you begin to gain a sense for just how vast the creation of God is. When Abraham saw Mount Moriah, he must have felt some of the same feelings. The Lord came to Abraham and told him to take his son, his only son, to the mountain and offer him up to sacrifice him on an altar. Abraham was faithful. Abraham trusted. He loaded the donkey with wood, and he headed for the region for which God had told him to go. And what a journey that must have been. Abraham knew what lay ahead, but Isaac was clueless. So what do you talk about? How do you act? When you know that the death of your child, at your own hands, lies in your path, how do you say the things that need to be said without giving away the intent of your journey? Quite the journey. A journey with the promise of death as your companion the entire way. Then, after three days, Abraham lifted up his eyes, and there it was, the mountain. The time had come. Sin requires sacrifice. Blood must be shed to pay the price. Payment must be made to satisfy the debt. Sin has exiled man from God. And the only way to return from this exile is to pay the price demanded. And the price is blood. So, to satisfy the payment demanded, Abraham prepares to offer up his only son. Isaac bears the wood upon which he will be sacrificed up on the mountain. And he wonders, and he asks, where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And he asks this because he knows that there must be blood shed to atone for sin. He knows how this thing works. He knows and he wants to know where the sacrifice is. Abraham's heart must have been ripped from his chest at the question. How do you answer? What do you say? Abraham responds in faith, even as the tears are pushing at his eyes. He says, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. Abraham has faith. Abraham trusts. 
Abraham knows the Lord will provide the lamb for, for the sacrifice. But is the lamb Isaac? This he does not know. And it is this that makes his feet drag and his spirits weaken. Is the sacrifice Isaac? Yet Abraham builds the altar and arranges the wood and places his only son upon it. He raises the knife. And the Lord stays his hand. The Lord provides a sacrifice, a ram caught in the thicket. And thus it is said, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. So powerful is this account. So intense is the drama. So shocking the faith. So amazing the rescue. That the Hebrew people will later build the temple on this very hill. This very hill, this mountain, is where God dwells with his people. This mountain is called Mount Zion. Consider this too. The Hebrew people hold this account of Abraham and Isaac so highly, they value it so much, that it has its own title and place in their faith. They call it the Akedah, which is the Hebrew word for binding. Isaac is the only bound, tied-down sacrifice in the Old Testament. All other sacrifices are first killed and then placed upon the altar as their blood is poured and sprinkled. Isaac is the only bound sacrifice, the only living sacrifice in the Old Testament. In the rest of the Bible, there is only one more. In verse 14 of the text, it says, On the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. On this mountain the sacrifice of the only begotten Son of God will be provided. He too is a bound sacrifice, for he is nailed to the tree to suffer and to die. Sin, our sin, has exiled us from God. Blood is required for payment. And on the mountain, the Lord provides. This sacrifice takes place on another mountain, Mount Calvary. Here, Jesus carries the wood for his sacrifice, a tree, a cross. And from that tree, on that mountain, the blood of the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, is brought to Mount Zion. Jesus Christ brings his own blood onto Mount Zion into the temple, through the curtain, and into the most holy place. The temple curtain is torn in two, and the blood of the Lamb is poured out on the mercy seat. The Lord provides the final sacrifice for the sins of the world. Abraham makes a three-day journey prior to the sacrifice of his son. But Jesus' three-day journey follows his sacrifice. For three days he lies in the tomb. For three days the grave holds him. But on that third day Jesus is lifted up to new life, a glorious resurrection. As John chapter 3 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God provided his only son as the sacrifice required for sin. 
And all who believe in him shall not perish. For God provides everlasting life on this mountain. The mountain of Abraham to Mount Zion, a return from exile. We who have been exiled from the presence of God by our sin have been returned to his presence, restored to his face, reunited on this mountain. On this mountain, God provides his only son, and he provides the bloody payment for sin. On this mountain, as the curtain is ripped in two, the gates of heaven are thrown open to those who believe and call upon his name. On this mountain, the Lord provides. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, we gather our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. Trinity Lutheran School is an outreach of our church and offers a Christian education to ages 3 through 8th grade. Join us as we begin our celebration of National Lutheran Schools Week on Sunday, March 4th. If you would like enrollment information, contact the school office at 417-235-5931. Trinity's Children's Sunday School and Adult Bible Classes meet at 8.45 a.m. each Sunday in the school, and the church service begins at 10 a.m. A men's Bible study meets at 6.30 a.m. each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet during the week in the surrounding areas, For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300.
Please stand for the canticle. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. We are returning from exile, listening to the inviting word of God, full of grace and truth. Let us go to him in confident prayer. Gracious God, all offering full and free forgiveness. <coughs> we come in spiritual sackcloth and ashes, painfully aware of our sins and failings. Graciously wash us and clothe us with the robe of Christ's own righteousness so that we may live eternally with all your saints. Eden's Lord and ours. Hear us and all who call out to you in pain and sorrow, sweat or tears. Remind us of your painful victory over temptation and strengthen us to follow where you have led the way. Loving Father, call, loving Father, calling us to Mount Calvary. Remove from us our fear of your righteous judgment for our sins. Strengthen our faith in the all-availing sacrifice of your Son in our stead. Spirit of life. Remind us again of our baptism in which our old Adam was drowned. Strengthen us to live in the freedom of the children of God. Lord Jesus. Savior and guide. Give us the eyes of faith to see the tree of life awaiting us in heaven, and guide us to follow where you have led the way. Protecting Father. Assure us of your presence on our journey through the desert of this world, and bring us at last to the paradise purchased by your Son. O Holy Spirit. Nourish our faith and restore our souls each time we come to the table of the Lord and receive his body and blood, a foretaste of the feast to come. Holy and merciful Lord over all. We feel the burden of our sin. Renew in us the firm faith that your Son has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, giving his life for ours. Everlasting Father. Our Savior has conquered death Fill us with rejoicing, confident that we shall therefore gather around the eternal throne of the Lamb, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit are one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works. Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, 
may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, our Father who, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. Give, give us this day our daily bread, and lead us not into temptation, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, bless and keep you. We sing our final hymn for this evening, I Lay My Sins on Jesus, number 606. our pleasure to bring you this Lenten worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father, May his love surround you and his mercy be evident to you in all things.